welcome back to We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. All right, but, uh, this week, we, we, there's some news. There's some stuff uh, we meant to cover and didn't get to in time. There's some new stuff that's come out, and there's some news with us as well. So there's going to be a, another, this will be a news, I, I don't want to say, well, I'm going to say news week because that's a show, a magazine, but uh, it's, it, is an, it is a week of news for us. Uh, uh, we are the Batman. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, uh, I guess two questions. Uh, first of all, Matt, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, sir? Since um, I'm because uh, you, you never asked me that. I never. I make a joke, and then we roll into the show, and I'm a dickhead. And yeah, no, it's fine. If it was a problem, I would have said something. I'm good, man. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm good. It's it's summer. It's hot. I don't love it. Um, it, you know. But I'm also kind of astonished at the fact that we're already like halfway, almost halfway through August. Oh, I know what you mean. My, my kids it, start school in a week and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, also, you know, we had we had a special election in Ohio on Monday and I stood in line for three hours to go vote. Look, I understand I'm, it's my civic duty, but sometimes I really hate democracy because after three hours, I was not having the time of my life. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask what it was about? Uh, it was just it, oh, it was just about an issue on the Ohio ballot about uh, changing uh, the voting process in Ohio. Because right now, oh. right now, everything in Ohio is voted on is determined by a simplest majority, meaning fifty percent plus one vote. Um, and there were some there were some special interest groups that were trying to get it passed where uh, in order for something to pass it would have to be a sixty percent vote, um, which is not okay. Uh, yeah. It got it got voted down like like extra like it's so it's kind of disrespectful how hard it got voted down. I mean, we really, it's like it's like wow yeah you deserve to go down but n- that was brutal that was gruesome. It's like when you do yeah. a fatality in World Combat. It's like, ah, you already won. That was unnecessary. Yeah. They do an <laughs> um, animality out of nowhere just to prove a point. Just just <laughs> to prove a point. And those have now those I think the, I, I still to this day say the animality is the stupidest thing World Combat ever did. I don't know. The friendship's pretty dumb as well. Friend, no, but you, know, but, you, but you know why? Because the animalities, most of them didn't even make sense with the character. That's true. Because Scorp- Scorpion turned into I think a penguin not a scorpion um which yeah anyway hey guys welcome back to we are the batman i'm not cutting any of that out i'm leaving that's perfect i like it leaving all of that banter in that is that's that's just good banter that's good radio um so let's uh let's let's get through this and we're gonna start with something not fun but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it uh paul rubens passed away last week uh who had two uh two times dipped his toes in the world of dc uh the first time he did it was in a movie we recently three covered. Times. was it three he was he was batmite and brave of the bold oh i didn't know that okay mm-hmm. so three times uh the first time so one as batmite and batman brave and the bold uh number two well technically the first one though was in batman returns as uh, Oswald Cobblepot's father, and then in Gotham, he made an appearance as Oswald Cobblepot's father. I believe was it still Cobblepot's father? I, I that was after I stopped watching. I mean, so. I only because I seen the pictures. I, I yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, that's that's long after I stopped watching that show. 
um, and longer than it should have been on the air. But that's another that's a, we may have to do a whole episode about all the things like like everything wrong with Gotham. Uh, that's somebody write that down because we'll forget yeah. it in five minutes in the first um, six episodes because I didn't watch any more of them. <laughs> um, that might we may have to start doing some hate some some hate reviews uh, to, to put in the can just to have anyway. Totally off topic. Paul Rubens unfortunately passed away. Um, I don't have his Wikipedia pulled up, which is a first. I usually do. Um, he was not old. He was seventy. He was seventy. He was not not old like you think he'd be ninety, especially with his death. But he was it's, not young. It's it's a conversation I've been having a lot this year between celebrities and like you know my own grandfather pa- passing away, where it's like. You know, what point at what point do you say um at what point do you stop saying too young, too young, and start saying, Well, they lived a good life? You know? Uh, yeah. It's, I it's, think it's it's hard, it's hard to but 70 is right on the cusp of that, I think. I think I think 70 is right about up. Like it like because like Robert De Niro is like 70. And if he if he died right now, as spry as he is at his age, I'd be like, ah, oh, man, I don't. I, he seemed like he had a lot more life to live. You know what I mean? But Paul, Paul, Paul Rubens, uh, this is something we've been seeing a bit of a trend of in in the last few years. Uh, passed away from cancer, which he had kept hidden from everyone. Other yeah. than like his immediate family, because I, I, Conan O'Brien, he and Conan O'Brien were very good friends. Um, uh, and uh, Conan did a wonderful tribute to Paul on his podcast. Conan O'Brien needs a friend, so go check that out if you if you get a chance. Um, but uh, Paul, yeah, he just he didn't even tell Conan. He didn't tell anybody about it. It's like it's like Chadwick Boseman uh, yeah. all over again, or Kevin Conroy. Um, so see paul rubens you know he'd been kind of out of the public eye you know acting here and there but for the most part he was kept pretty private and um that was that was a that was an interesting one as a comedian and just as a fan that was a weird one to wake up to well i think when when you come into these things you know you go to that like oh they lived a good life i think what happens is when someone naturally dies in their later years past 80 and they've fulfilled and da-da, and you're like, yeah, they've, they've come through. They've, they've fulfilled a good life. But when you, one, the dude looked like he's 30 perpetually. Yeah. He does not look his age. Mm-hmm. Like I, I did the math and realized that means he was 65 when he made Pee Wee's big, big adventure. Isn't that, that wild? Big, big, big holiday, whatever that one yeah. was on Netflix. And I'm like, yeah, there's, he doesn't, I mean, I knew he didn't look like he was 30, like originally was, sure. but I mean, I was like, I would not have guessed 65. Yeah. So that, I think isn't that wild. Oh yeah. It's wild. But it's, I think that's what also catches off guard when someone looks so young yeah. and they pass, especially something battling cancer that he kept a secret. I thought his message about, sorry, I didn't tell you guys was very, very heartfelt. And yeah, yeah he's, you know, I'm that age when I grew up with that, like, you know, I saw yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure in the movie theater. It's one of those four <laughs> movies I've seen three times in the theater. You know, that's fun. Return of the Jedi, Dark Crystal, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and uh, there's a, and there's another movie I've saw way too many times, but that's a different story. I've seen I've seen a lot of movies twice in the theater. I think three times in the theater. I think it's I think it's the Batman because I saw that five times in the theater because um, <laughs> I loved it. Um, and 
third three times uh, i think deadpool the first deadpool yeah. i think i saw that because i went and saw it and then I took my dad to go see it and then i went and saw it i think with some friends and you can never watch that movie enough times uh no. but before that i mean there may have been some that like i begged my mom to take me to a couple different times when i was a kid that i don't remember but yeah. Uh, but yeah i remember seeing peewee's big adventure several times and like just you know peewee's big Pee-wee's Playhouse, yeah. Pee-wee this, Pee-wee that, and then just even some of the other roles he took on. Always cool. Pee-wee Herman's one of those characters that, like, because I, I, I grew up in the 90s, you know, in the 80s and 90s, and so, like, it was right when that was phasing out. Well, not yeah. so much phasing out, but when he had transitioned into doing adult humor. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't as readily available to me. The kid stuff, because this is, this is not the 90s, shit wasn't yeah. streaming so it wasn't like i had it to go revisit whenever um my mom would show me stuff when it occasionally like aired on tv here and there or like parts of the movies but um but yeah so Wee wasn't one that i so it was it was one of those like it was it was something i was familiar with growing up but it wasn't until i got to be an adult when i had access to seeing it like digitally that I that I really got an affinity for Paul Rubens. Um, I knew him, I just I, I just knew him as Pee Wee Herman, but then also just from seeing him in other stuff. Yeah, and he would pop up in the most random things. He I will never forget till the day I die. His I don't I, I you probably haven't seen this, but the Reno nine one one movie where they go to uh, uh, Las Vegas. Okay. Um, he, sh- <laughs> he shows up at the end for like ninety seconds as someone's father, and it's. <laughs> But it's one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in my life, and it makes me laugh to this day. Um, Paul Rubens, whether he was being clean or as filthy as can be, he was always funny. Um, yeah. yeah, the guy. I, I, I don't want to get into like the stuff we all like to joke about uh, when it comes to Paul Rubens. Um, you know that that the man had a, some demons that's a discussion that's a discussion for a different show yeah um you know su- suffice to say this is this is somebody who like died and then i watched the entertainment world shake itself loose in yeah. a way here here's how pervasive like like paul rubens pb herman's uh, influence was uh, one of my favorite bands is 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 the metal band Lamb of God. I love Lamb of God so much. And like the day after Paul Rubens died, they were playing a show somewhere, and in the middle of like before or before one of their songs played, um, the singer Randy was like, you know, give it up for you know Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. He was he talking, he started talking about how big, big a fan he was, and then he showed how big a fan he was when in the middle of the breakdown of this death metal song. He starts doing the the, the Pee Wee Herman dance um, <laughs> on stage in front of you know like fifty thousand people, and it it just it was it goes to show like just all the different corners Paul Rubens' uh, reach was. Yeah, he was he so. was he was amazing, and I think that's 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 why we need to remember him. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, all right. So before we get into more DC news, let's get into some We Are the Batman news. Uh, just let everybody know what's going on. It's, it's good to update you guys what's going on every once in a while. Uh, so as you know, uh, it, it, this episode, we are recording this on, on Wednesday, August uh, 9th, but it will be, you are listening to it as early as uh, Friday, August 11th. Uh, Blue Beetle comes out in one week. Not even really one week because everything comes out on like Wednesday afternoon these days. <laughs> um, but it comes, we are a week until the official release date of Blue Beetle. Uh, our review, as we did with The Flash, our review of Blue Beetle will come out the week after because we need time to go see the movie, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm seeing it that weekend. I think you're seeing it like the following week or something is what you said. That's Saturday. I'll see it that Saturday morning. Seeing it that Saturday. So, uh, so our review of Blue Beetle will be dropping on Friday, August 25th. Now, uh, Matt, that creates conflict. What a, right? That creates a bit of a conflict. It's kind of a conflict, yeah, because we have been traditionally the last Friday of every month, we've been covering a live-action Batman movie. And because the 25th is a Friday... The last day of the month, Thursday, the 30th, 31st, whatever. Yeah, the, the, the next week. We don't have that Friday is the 1st of September. Yeah. So we so, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to do is because September has five Fridays in it anyway. Uh, so the month of August will not have a live action Batman breakdown uh, of Batman and Robin. That is going to drop on Friday, September 1st. And then we will still do another one at the end of September because we've got four other f- weeks to go. Uh, and also because the next one is Batman and Robin. So it's going to be it's going to be a shorter episode. I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah. It's going to be us tearing it to shreds, trying to find one tiny rice sized grain of goodness in it. Um, but that is to let you guys know uh, that. Yeah. So next week is when Blue Beetle comes out. Our review will go up the week after on August 25th. Uh, we have been trying to put together a blue beetle themed show to do for the week before. And for the life of us cannot come up with anything Um, because finding those comics has been so hard. I have not been able to find them anywhere for under, under like a hundred bucks. And, and all we can really go off of as far as TV and film is his appearances and things like young justice and, and brave and the bold. But so, what I can do is, how about I do this? How about I ship you that Blue Beetle toy? You play with it, and we'll just review the toy. <laughs> cool toy. A cool toy. Um, so oh, You only knew the things that they could do. It's awesome. Okay, I don't know why that sounded dirty, but it did. I know. Uh, that did. <laughs> I don't know why it did, it, but it just did. This is staying in. I'm not cutting it. Um, but anyway. It's got this little hand that grips uh, things. Oh, shut it. up. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so yeah, so so next week's next week's just gonna be a different episode. Uh and then and then the week after we'll do our Blue Beetle review. But let's let you guys know what's going on. Uh for those of you that are bothered, and for those of you that are like, we don't care, just 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 put an episode out. Thank you. Uh we we're glad you're here no matter what we do. That's great. Yep, yep. All right. So uh let's get into some positiveness, uh, some very big positiveness uh going on with DC Comics. We said this was gonna be we, we said at the end of last year that 2023 was going to be the year DC retook uh, the comic book world, literally comic books by storm with what they had planned and what they were going with. And, and boy, howdy did they deliver because uh, Matt, what, what, what's going on with DC in the comics? They have won 
uh, Comic-Con 2023, DC wins big at the Eisner Awards. They have won a number of different awards on on that uh, at that thing. They got Best Short Story, Best Single Issue One Shot, Best Continuing Series, Best Limited Series, Best New Series, Best Publication of Early Readers, Best Publication... Wait, no, no, I'm sorry. I went too far. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just listing the awards now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They won for best short story, best single issue, one shot, best continuing series, best limited series. And then they had also uh, had a best writer, best yes. penciler slash inker or penciler slash inker team, best cover artist for multiple covers and best coloring. Yes. And uh, I've read some of this. Um, the night was so, so Tom Taylor's Nightwing Run, which we did a review of on this show and go back and listen to it. Um, and also read those if you haven't, because they're incredible. Um, yeah. Is uh, Tom, Nightwing by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo took home best continuing series and best cover artist for multiple covers. The cover art on that run is, is I mean, the art in general on that run is amazing. amazing yeah it's really really good stuff um best short story was finding batman by kevin conroy and jay bone and dc pride 22 i i still haven't been able to get my hands on a copy of that to read it no um, neither have i so i want to find it uh batman one bad day the riddler by tom king and mitch man tom king just having a great time best mm-hmm. single issue one shot is that the th- is that that's not the tie-in for the batman was it I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I haven't read okay. it. Because I know there was a tie-in comic, but I don't know if that's what that was. Uh, the Human Target by Tom King took on Best Limited Series. Again, Tom King. Just, yeah. just crushing it, man. Um, best Writer went to James Tinian IV for The Nice House on the Lake, The Sandman Universe, Nightmare Country. Good to see The Sandman still. Uh, still out there doing things. Still out there doing, doing what Sandman do. Uh also, for the speaking of the human target, uh, best penciler inkers uh, went to Greg Smallwood, and best coloring went to uh, Jordy Belair, The Nice House on the Lake, and Suicide Squad Blaze. Uh, those I have not read. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think I'm going to need to. I, I, I think uh, this might these might need to go on the list of things that we need to read and uh, uh, talk about because look, they're winning Eisner Awards. That's no small feat. I mean, I'm just glad that a Nightwing is all over this list. I mean, yeah, it's such a good series. Tom Tom Taylor, the art uh, Bruce is that his name? Redondo, Bruno, Bruno. He's just doing fantastic work. I yeah. mean, there's there's not a bad looking character as far as like the, the way the costumes look. His redesign on Batgirl is awesome. So yes, it is. That Batgirl design is excellent. Yeah. So I think. All well deserved. It's always nice, and like I'm just like, come on, yeah, come on, James Gunn, give me a Nightwing movie. Yeah, I'm, give me a I'm, movie. I'm, re- and if he, I, if we've got to be getting one, and we, we know he's got comic book writers in that writers room, and I hope Tom Taylor and or Tom King are in there, because I don't know why you don't. And if, if they were before, them, we they yeah. are now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If they weren't already, a phone call has been had. Yeah. Um. Speaking of phone calls with James Gunn that have been had, 
I did not plan on that happening, and that worked out so perfectly. Well done, sir. Hold on, golf clap. You know, golf clap. Yeah, and everyone. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I'm satisfying. Uh, so, man, Gal Gadot decided to talk about some shit <sighs> that I kind of feel like she should have just kept to her goddamn self. <laughs> I mean, because I think from my perspective, I think she is wildly misinterpreting what went down or is wildly misrepresenting what went down. Um, Can you can you uh, lead us into what what this story is all about, Matt? So Gal Gadot was being interviewed and she basically mentioned that she had a conversation with James Gunn and Peter Safran. I don't know why his name suddenly escaped me about developing a third Wonder Woman movie, but she made it seem like it's happening, developing a third movie, but it seems more like it's just a conversation that was had about that. It could be, I don't know. That's where it gets a little like, okay, did they say that? Or was it just like, Hey, what do you think? I don't know. What did you take from it? Well, not only that, but a lot of this, the way, and again, I don't know how much of this was, there's a, there is a mis, misinterpretation happening somewhere between the phone call, her, the outlets, and us. Because my interpretation of some of this, from what I read, was it sound, it, it almost made it sound like she she is is pitching herself as like one of the creative minds behind Wonder Woman 3. And I yeah. don't think that's super accurate in, in, in that I don't think that's what she was going for, but some of the different takes on this that I've read made it sound, made it seem like that's having seen what she actually said. I don't think that's what she, what she meant either. Yeah. I think some of the outlets are misrepresenting that a little bit. I, what, here's what I personally think went down. I am basing this off of nothing, by the way. Perfect. What I, personally think went down was she or her people through you know through her people uh uh called them and just said hey i still want to be wonder woman and they probably responded with we haven't decided like basically we don't know what we're doing yet but we're like we're but we're weighing all the options including you yeah and that was probably the long and short of it and so it could be that she she took a hey it's not a no as oh well if it was no they would have just told me no yeah so it must be happening i mean the only it's just it's it's all it's all weird it's all weird and it's like you're i've never seen somebody say so little in so many words well and and the thing for me is i think i've been pretty blatant or open about the fact that i'm not the biggest fan of her okay period like and not like i don't hate the woman per se but like i don't think she's a very talented actress i don't think she's been that good in a lot of the things she's been in um so like please replace her please give me a wonder woman (laughs) that can act you know like i would love a wonder woman who could hold the film by herself i i will 100 percent say her and chris pine together can carry a film if it's well done but they do have really I, good chemistry 
Yes, they do. And they and, chemistry together. And I think that's, I, I mean, I, 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 I like the first Wonder Woman quite a lot. Um, I actually like her as Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84 is not good. No. Uh, I think the first Wonder Woman movie is a very good movie, but I think it's a very good movie because the director like pull, held her hand through the whole project to make sure that she could do it. And that's fine. That's, yeah. that's the director's job and she did a good job. But anytime I've seen her anything outside of that first Wonder Woman movie, she's yeah. atrocious. Like she was bad in Red Notice. Well, she was okay. Like she was Red good no- with Ben okay. Affleck. Red, Red Notice is not the litmus test. You're getting no. Red no, Notice I'm... is a satire. Like no. Fast, the, her, her and Fast and Furious movies, blah. Her and Red Notice, blah. Okay, but, a, but, a couple but of again, things, blah. Fast and Furious and Red Notice, those are movies that. I'm I don't aware. go to no, no one. Nobody goes to those for the acting. No, nobody is watching a Fast and Furious movie or Red Notice for the quality of acting. Now, if you want to talk now, like I, I liked her in Death on the Nile, but Death on the Nile was an ensemble piece, and she didn't have as much screen time. As she yeah. like she wasn't the lead. Um, but also when you look at like just the other things she's done, it's been Fast and Furious, Red Notice. Whatever that crappy comedy, Zach Galifianakis, uh, 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 Isla Fisher uh, comedy was, she did like right after BVS. Um, She hasn't done a whole lot else for me. Well, she wasn't, to to me, she wasn't good in Justice League. I don't think she was good. She was good in BVS when she was with Ben Affleck. Right. But I didn't think she was good in Justice League at all. Even the Snyder Cut? It didn't help anything. I don't know. Okay. So you're just, you're just not on with her as Wonder Woman in general. Yeah, is the short version of all the crap we just said. I mean, I think I said at the beginning, but I went too far. <laughs> we, we all yeah. we, we both did. Um, yeah, I no. I like her. I've liked her as Wonder Woman, but like she was not good. She was fine in 1984. Everything else about that movie was bad, but even she like wasn't as good as she was in one in the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um. I think I'm, I, I'm kind of. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was saying, I just say, I'm. I'm just kind of ambivalent. To, is ambiv- I don't even think ambivalent is the right word. I don't care one way or the other. I think. If, I think if you're going to replace everybody else and wonder and and Aquaman is just out in limbo right now, but it's like. But if you're re- if you're restarting Superman, if you're restarting Batman. And you're leaving Flash and Aquaman and, and Cyborg in limbo. Why of all of them do you keep Wonder Woman the same? Like yeah. it just it, especially because we also know we're getting parrot we're getting uh um parrot was it Paradise Island or whatever the the, the amp, yeah but we're getting the 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 show the Game of Thrones on Themyscira show is said he something yeah. said it's coming. So if you're gonna do that, there was a specific name Paradise Lost. That's what it was. Yeah. If you're gonna do a Paradise Lost series. Then that's your. Then that's when you introduce your new Wonder Woman. You don't do yeah. that, and then also keep the same Wonder Woman again. If you're already getting rid of everybody else, that's yeah. not the one you stake your claim in. Yeah, and I, I think I said on the phone with you the one the one day. Like, would I hate it if they kept her? Not particularly. I wouldn't be thrilled if she stayed. It wouldn't ruin your day. Yeah, but if she's gone, I would. I would sure like. Yeah. My thing right now, I'm kind of in the state of like DC, just just make a good movie. I don't care who's in it at this point. At, at this point, I really don't <laughs> care. 
I really did. Yeah. Like, like again, we're, we're counting down the days to blue. Beetle. We, we were just talking on the phone earlier tonight. I want blue beetle to be so goddamn good, but I also yeah. want people to go see it. Yeah. My, my fear with blue beetle isn't that it's not going to be good anymore. It's that it's going to be good and no one's going to watch it because everyone's fed up, but anyway, they're, they're going to Shazam to it and just ignore it completely. Cause the previous film was so, such crap. Well, the previous yeah. one was flash, which wasn't that bad. So <laughs> anyway, the flip uh, side of this is this. So this is something that keeps coming into my mind about this, about some of these situations. Okay. When James Gunn did his initial, this is my plan for gods of monsters. He did one thing that I thought was really odd. Okay. Is he was very specific about there will be other projects that are outside of the mainstream of their DC universe that we're going to call Elseworlds. Right. And, and I keep and he specifically name checked uh three interesting choices. Uh well, one interesting choice, the Batman, Joker, and then he said Teen Titans Go. And I was like, why is that the third one? <laughs> because Teen Titans Go is amazing. But I know, but it's but you're, if you're listening, if you're listing something else alongside the Batman and Joker, <laughs> Teen Titans Go is so so far on the other side of the spectrum <laughs> but you know what that shows like in its seventh season uh, i know i know and like it's it's a mainstay it's insane that it's a mainstay but glee, but no glee got, glee got five seasons so yeah maybe more anyway uh it's but, lots of bad shows stayed on the air for way yeah. too long but uh, my point is the original this, point yeah <laughs> with him saying this about elseworlds i keep waiting for that thing that he was specifically talking about is that are we going to get this random Wonder Woman like Werewolf by Night hour long special that we're, that she just shows up and she's Wonder Woman and it just Elseworlds adventure of Wonder Woman and we see her as Wonder Woman and it I think that's why I keep wondering like are we going to start cherry picking thing for just random little short things I think would be interesting you know what I mean you said werewolf by night and now that's all i want to do is watch werewolf by night <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to me it's like oh werewolf by night rules oh i want yeah. to watch that again um that's what I, we don't I, want to I, go into that rant but i think that I, that would be interesting i don't hate that idea i don't hate that idea i think the main reason he planted that elseworlds flag as early in that announcement as he did was specifically because of the batman and joker to, yeah to separate them from his Batman separate, to, to be like these two things are not part of my universe but they are too goddamn successful for us to to yeah. to, to sideline and just so and just to be sure teen titans go will not cross over with creature commanders either <laughs> well i actually i'll i'll tell you this here's why i think teen titans go was an important one to put on there um, because he also mentioned Harley Quinn. Yeah. And that's because those two are the only animated things they currently have had going on at the time. And um we're going to continue on. And because yeah. he was because the next thing he announced was that everything will be connected, including film, TV, and animation and video games. So he wanted to be really clear certain things will be on their own. 
just because I'm saying animation is tied into this doesn't mean all animation. Obviously, Harley yeah. Quinn and Teen Titans Go aren't going to be. So I don't think that statement was so much. Excuse me, it's like burping the microphone. No worries. Uh, I don't think it was so much uh, about like any one particular project he had coming up as it was just a way of prefacing everything he was about to say about his universe. Yeah, it's possible, but I think that would be interesting and it would be a nice, it, it, like I said, it's, it, it would cost you nothing. You already have her suit. You already have these things. Yeah. Let her do an hour long holiday special like guardians. <laughs> Seriously. Do, do wonder woman learned about Christmas for the first time. You know what? I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and i think everybody I would, would. you know because if there's one thing i am it is a man of christmas spirit and i love christmas and i love christmas specials christmas specials are my jam <laughs> i would watch it just to see what random other way they would make to shoehorn chris pine back into the project something i'm sure i'm sure they'd find a way <laughs> um who the hell knows uh I love them together, but they're look, look, honestly, one small, one small change in the script and you fix 50% of that movie. Anyway, just have him be back. He doesn't have to be inhabiting someone's body. He can just be alive. You're telling me this magic rock can turn this person into a cheetah monster, but it can't just make a dude. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I have no idea. I still haven't watched the movie. That's so bad. It's really bad. I really wanted to like that movie. I, I apologized for it for so long. It's just not a good movie. Um, okay. So that's where we are with that. That was a long roundabout way of saying it sounds it, Gal Gadot's talking out her ass, it sounds like, and uh it, it it wouldn't make sense. Correct. It wouldn't make sense. Uh all right. Uh so this we got, you and I each have a different thing, but they're kind of connected. Uh, talking about animation now that we've talked about animation a little bit here, because um, I have an article from earlier today that I sent that that I have that ties in with this animated announcement. Uh, what's what what do we what was the thing with the animation, Matt? Uh, I think James Gunn basically said that they're the, to kind of zoom it down to what it what the important part is is that they are going to be doing theatrically released animated films. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we knew they were doing animated movies. We knew that the whoever actor plays a part, if you're if you're uh you know Rick Flag Senior in Creature Commandos, then you're Rick Flag Senior live action. Yep. This you're all over the place. So now he's saying they're going to be doing theatrically released animated films that tie into everything. Which is which is which is them leaning into one of DC's main strengths, really and truly, over the last decade or so, which has been DC animation. Because DC animation, when their films were floundering at best, DC animation was crushing it. We've talked about great DC animated films on this show a thousand times. I'll I'll rewatch the bad DC animated shows before I go watch any of those DCFU movies. Like honestly, God, I really I just I can't imagine what it's like <laughs> inside your head. I really can't. <laughs> but that being said, the, I've I have I have watched the DC animated movies on repeat. Way the only live action ones I've probably watched on repeat more are the Batman and the Dark Knight. Yeah. 
and, and 89. Um, I've watched those DC animated movies on, on a loop so many times in my life. I've had whole days where I've just sat around and watched Under the Red Hood and Justice League Doom and Crisis on Two Earths and um, Justice League War, any of those. I mean, just all that good stuff, man. Have they all been stellar? Absolutely not. But uh, they have hit far more than they've missed. And so, and to date, like other than special event screenings, DC animated at the theater has been pretty much Teen Titans go to the movies. Which is, which is awesome. Sure. For what and it is. And Mask of the Phantasm? Mm-hmm. And I think... I maybe Lego Batman. If you want to count it, if you want to count it as animation, Lego Bat, because it's stop motion animation. Mm. It's stop motion with Legos. So is the Batman one? I know the other ones are, but I don't know what the bat, the I Lego Batman bat movie. No, 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 no. Not the, not the leg, not the Lego animated CGI animated shit. The Lego Batman movie with Will Arnett. Yeah. 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 Stop motion. Stop motion with Legos. We're gonna have to put a pin in that. We're getting off topic. (laughs) Yeah, the point is, is, theatrically released, animated while strong. While the Teen Titans go to the movies, DC animated doesn't go very often to the movies. So for James Gunn to say that not only is animation a big part of the DCU, it's a big part of the film plan as well, is really interesting. Oh yeah, definitely, and I think that you know. Does it really cost that much more money to make a live action to animation? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I mean, that's a great question. Honestly, here's what I'll say: animation probably should be more expensive because we should be paying those animators a lot more than they're getting paid. (laughs) Yeah, well, and some of it too is like when you get into Batman running around Gotham City. No, when you get into a group of superheroes who are all flying and battling, if you're just making eighty percent of that movie CGI. Just animate the whole thing and make yeah. it an animated movie. You know what? You know what? I want to see. Here's what. You, here's what you do for like for like ooh like like a Mister Terrific movie or not Mister Terrific, uh, Mister Miracle movie is um have a movie that combines l- like different styles of visual, so live action, stop motion, straight up animation, CGI. So that, like, while Mister Miracles in is going in and out of his own mind, yeah, uh, as his perception alters, so does the medium in which the movie is happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You do what they did with um. Oh, you still haven't watched it yet. You do it what you did with like Spider Man, Spider Verse, but re- I've seen like, that graphic. No, I was gonna bring up the Turtle movie. Oh, no, oh, yeah, I haven't seen the Turtle movie. Yet. Yeah. But but the what they did with the Spider Verse, but do that with the Tom King, Mitch Jared's Mister Miracle miniseries. Yeah, it's it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, you know, just so much difference and so much well, craziness. Spider Verse is, is a great example of that. It's been out long enough, guys. Spoiler alert: uh, When Gwen is having the scene with with her dad, and the the animation is changing with their emotions and with what they're yeah. feeling and saying in the scene. I was on the edge of my seat and like my brain couldn't comprehend. I was like, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen, put the film oh, and yeah. I get, to, I get to live in a day and age where I see it. Um, what, what, a, what a time to be alive. Um, and the idea that again, we're going to 
some of my favorite DC movies, like bar none, have been the animated movies. And if we're going to, and, and a lot of times those are written by TV writers. Those aren't written by nothing against TV writers, but no. TV writers write in a different style than film writers do. There's, there well, tends to be a, a, a different tone to their writing. It's meant to be, it's, it's meant to be short, sweet and to the point to take the level of writing that he's talking about having for his universe and putting that to a good DC animated flick. Dude, man, look look at Spider-Verse. It's arguably the best Marvel movie of the past two years. Two? Huh! I'm five. Maybe uh, ten. Dude, those both those Spider-Verse movies together. I can't wait for the third one. I know it's gonna be a long time, but yeah, they're really those, good. I'm not saying I'm not knocking it. I'm just but I'm just my point more is that it is very, very good. If yeah. you do that with a DC character with a random, like you know, do the cosmic thing, like look. Yeah. We both say how much we like that and that CGI Green Lantern show. I haven't seen it. I thought you did see it. No. No, I talked about it. You have okay. I how good that it. show is. I've heard but, I've heard it's incredible. Oh, it's incredible. But my, my point more is like, give me a Kilowog animated film and just tell me the story of Kilowog and his whole thing. Yep. For you who don't know, that's the poozer guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's and the, that's the pig green lantern and he's yeah. the best we love him and even the green lanterns it would just be so cool to follow yeah. that green lantern or some of these other or like well that'd be really weird but do a batmite movie <laughs> i'd watch it in the spider verse you have it whoever but, you've cast have a go grab george clooney and pull him into the bat batmite verse do it do it <laughs> I dare you. I dare DC. I fucking dare you. I fucking dare you to do a George Clooney Batmite movie. I fucking dare you. Do it. Do it. You hear that, James? That's what we do. Do it. <laughs> I I will lose my mind if because that is. One of the greatest ideas I've ever heard in my life, Matthew Hasso. <laughs> that is one of the greatest ideas I've ever heard in my life. And fuck you for having it instead of me. <laughs> All I'm saying is animation can open up some craziness yes. that you just can't do with a live action movie. You know, and it was fascinating. Too, it is. It was not too long ago that there was a rumor floating around. They were going to do a uh, Spider-Verse-esque Batman Beyond movie. Now, as much as I would commit a war crime if it meant getting me a live action Batman Beyond movie, I would settle for a Spider Verse style animated one while I wait for the live action one to eventually come out because it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I love that idea. So if that's something that's actually like true and is like like the early the or the early signs of this thing like that that is something they're doing and it's part of their james gunn's plan sooner rather than later would be great <laughs> i know we're in a strike right now so obviously i want the strike to get resolved first and it's insane to me that it hasn't at this point honestly mm -hmm. honest to god it's insane it's insane um studios need to cave that being but yeah james gunn getting getting into 
the weirdness of the DC universe because because DC, I mean Marvel, all comics do, but DC gets weird, and there's some weird that you can do with animated easier and probably more effective with animation than you can with live action CGI. Um, which takes us kind of into uh, we got a little bit of an update on uh, uh, Creature Commandos uh to just to put a cherry on on everything going on today uh so what he said was that uh he answered some fan questions on threads over the weekend he said that uh it will consist of seven episodes he said all voice recording for the series has already been completed this was uh he mentioned and he made he mentioned this as a point to let them know that it was finished uh before the strikes began it was finished before the strikes began um the only thing that would cause a delay at this point would be um, any script adjustments that need to be made. If any additional dialogue needs to be recorded or if the animators end up unionizing because there has been rumblings of uh, uh, studio anime uh, animation studios uh, unionizing because of, I mean, look, we've been hearing for years, the crap, especially in the last year in particular, the crap these animation studios have been going through since we're yeah. talking about animation. So I think it, I, I honestly didn't know the animators weren't union. I figured Hollywood was unionized across the board. Mm-hmm. I was incorrect. No, because so. most of the time unions are discouraged because of what they can quote unquote do. I know I worked at Walmart. I, saw, I, had, I had to watch training <laughs> videos. I had to watch them. Mm-hmm. I had to watch them multiple times because after I got promoted, I had to watch them again. Uh, anyway, um so as of right now creature commandos is still due to arrive on max sometime in 2024 um i keep wanting to say oh my god that's so far away but it's august 9th right now (laughs) it's really not that far away yeah oh i don't like it i mean i do because i want the show but i don't like that time is moving this fast uh look i mean just 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 look how little hair i've left on top of my head (laughs) <laughs> every time I get my haircut, every time I get my haircut, you see more and more of it. Um, man, DC is I, they 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 planted the flag that this year was going to be the year that they that they ran the gamut with comics, and they really delivered. And yes. they are all but staking the claim that they are taking they are embrace they are embracing the words of Guillermo del Toro. When he said that animation is not a genre, it is a medium. And Pinocchio proved that. Spider-Verse has proved that. I haven't seen it yet, but everyone else is saying that Ninja Turtles proved that. And I think a lot of the animated fair DC has put out over the years has proved that you can do some really great stuff with it. And I I think it's well past time that DC was like, you know what? While we're still figuring out the live action thing, let's just... Let's just fucking do what we do best and just make some bomb ass comics and some kick ass cartoons. Yep, yep. I'm into it, man. There's nothing to be mad at about any of this other than the Gal Gadot thing. That's not great. And I'm not (laughs) mad, but I am sad about Paul Rubens passing away. Uh, Lots of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. DC won some awards. Animation's coming in strong. And and we're getting Creature Command of 2024, which is a lot closer than I realized that I don't like thinking about it. So. Uh, let us know what you guys think about all of this nonsense. Uh, there's so much of it. It's insane. One last piece of news. I got to tag on at the end here. Cause I just remembered about it. And I totally forgot it from last week. 
so our website uh, over at PodPage, uh, someone rep- uh, someone tweeted at me and said that like, hey, it wasn't working. Uh, that is because PodPage has unfortunately discontinued their free page hosting option. You now have to pay in order to use it, uh, which is irritating at at best. Uh, so while we figure out uh, a new uh landing page uh uh for you guys to go to just make sure you're hitting us up on twitter uh at we are the batman you can also find me on twitter at mr mike shea you can find me on twitter at mr j ninja that is gonna do it uh for us twitter? here is it, huh? is it x twitter i'm x? never calling it that okay i'm twitter. never calling it that <laughs> i'm calling it twitter because the first person that takes over once elon eventually finds his way out of there is just going to change everything back okay twitter it is twitter mr yeah, j ninja oh so stupid it's so stupid and also twitter.com still takes you there so boom find it guys find us on twitter and we'll see you again here next time on we are the batman same bad time same bad podcast channel bye-bye